Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Hey, pretty girl. Hey, pretty girl, too. You're real fresh in the morning. I know you've worked 17 jobs already, but you look real good. You real, looking real runway good. ready, and you know, I'm trying to get like you. I'm trying to get out of here and get on the runway. You look at me. I'm trying to catch up to last week's episode with your hat, baby. <laughs> I had to bring something in here and let them I know, know what that's it right. do. I love it. Now, <laughs> if you don't know, I'm about to let you know. It's the Undressing Room Podcast presented Ooh. by Macy's, and we're back for another week. This week, we have so much to unpack. Some sad news in the media this week. Regina King's son passes away from a suicide, super sad, as well as Ari Lennox. She's out here blasting a South African podcaster and wants to be dropped from her label. I mean, I mean, it's a lot going on, Mm -hmm. including Little Mama. Little Mama is back in the media, y'all, and she is sparking social media debates over women's images on social media. You know we're going to undress that. Little Mama always sparking a debate, and so is Kanye West. He spoke about Kim and Pete, were they a thing pre-divorce? Mm. Mm. I don't know. That's a little messy. Just like this guy who's very messy, Ray J. He's Ooh. asking fans to send their freakiest pick for a flyout. Now, don't get flued out. Listen now, how trifling. <laughs> and also, it goes down in my DMs like each and every week. I'm going to open up my DMs and let y'all into my business, child. And for yeah. our final question to address, you already know this happens. Send your 16-year-old self a message and only use four words. Run, bitch, run! (laughs) Run, bitch, run! Yes! (laughs) So it's going down this week. You're going to see how we undress all of this mess on the Undress and Run podcast, of course, brought to you by Macy's. And speaking of Macy's, Macy's is doing their thing right now. I'm not sure if you realize, but we are creeping up on Valentine's Day, y'all. Valentine's Day is coming up. And if your special someone has not already reminded you, like I've reminded my husband, well, (laughs) Gloriel and I are here to remind you. Lucky for you, Macy's has got you covered with their gift finder amazing gifts at any price even like $25 and under L'Oreal. Oh that's it's, good. It's so good. You put in your number and it lets you know what you need to get. So if you need some inspiration you can check out some amazing gifts at Macy's.com slash gift finder. And at $25 that means you have enough money to get it for all your booze. It don't just oh. have to be the main <laughs> thing. You know <laughs> so if you know who you're looking for but you're stumped on what to get them. Macy's has the best ideas and the Inspo for gifts for cozy nights in, date nights out, treat yourself because sometimes we got to do that. Galentine's, which I definitely think we should do something for Galentine's. Oh, let's do a Galentine's situation. So cute, right? Uh, so I Galentine's. Love it. I'm down. As long as that. your DMs are included, then we can. Oh, do a Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's perfect for those that like the finer things like us. Now, the most sought after gifts from Macy's, best brands like the Martha Stewart collection. Yes. Kendra Scott and Coach. And don't forget a little something for yourself because that's the most important person of Mm -hmm. all. You always deserve to treat yourself. You could get a delightful fragrance, which we love perfumes and Mm -hmm. self-care beauty routines, products or jewelry. Again, all you have to do is go to Macy's.com 
slash gift finder. Simple oh, as I'm that. I'm on my way now, babe. Yes. But I think I'm gonna buy just for myself. Me you too. Know? <laughs> I was like, that's all I was thinking about was myself the whole time. All day. Well, I'll be a partner too because they hook you up. Well, they better. They should. They should. <laughs> if not, then uh, that's a double gift for you. Yo. I want to slide into uh, what's on the top of everybody's mind this week. It's all over media, social media. You've seen celebrity give out their condolences. Over the weekend, we found out some extremely sad news. The son of amazing actress, director, producer Regina King passed away. And yeah. This is a son that she had her only child with a musician, DJ Ian Alexander. And uh, her son's name is Ian Alexander Jr. And he passed away to suicide. Now, his birthday was just this past Wednesday. He was the tender age of only 26 years old. And on Friday, what is being reported was that the death is a suicide. Many celebrities and fans over the weekend were rallying around Regina on social media after the passing of her only child sending their love, thoughts, condolences, and prayers. So Ian, since being a child, has hung out with his mother. We've seen him on red carpets yes, at different everywhere. events. You've seen Regina take the moment on stage to often acknowledge her beautiful son. And right. she always talked about how an amazing young man he is. If you looked at any clips recently, October of 2021, for her Hollywood Walk of Fame ceremony, he was also there. So following his passing, the Internet do what they do. And they check and they scoured his social media. And to find one of his last posts on social media, the message, the tone of his message, it was super sad. He tweeted five days before his death. You know, that episode of SpongeBob where they go inside of his brain and it's like a bunch of mini SpongeBobs just losing their sh Well, that one really hits home. He also mm. tweeted, I don't think Instagram is healthy for me. I know you have seen all of this over social media, um, as well as a lot of our coworkers. And it, this is one of those that hits really hard, L'Oreal. I mean, right. because I think, I think we assume as people that if you have money or if you know you're financially sound, then you're okay. And this right. is one of those reminders that when it comes to mental health, it is something that needs to be normalized, talked about, and dealt with on such a regular, regular basis. That's so right. do you think that social media is affecting people's mental health more than normal? Yeah, I think I've even been to the point where sometimes I'm like, yeah, I really got to get off social media because it's messing with me. And it's, it's regardless of anything that you're going through, something on social media could trigger you. It could be something as small as being strong in a diet and then somebody yeah. posting up some food that look good and you're like, you know what? I don't want this celery. I want, this. like, it could play tricks on you a little bit. Say you're going through relationship issues and then you're scrolling your timeline. Everybody look all happy, hugging, yeah. and, you know, and you don't really know what's going on in their relationships, but from the picture, it looks picture perfect. And you feel like your life is not that perfect. Or when you have those trolls and those people that are writing negative things, sometimes mm. it just takes that one person. Like other days you could read a hundred comments and things and I have no problem, but it might be that one day I'm feeling a certain kind of way and somebody might take that jab at me and I might hit back and then it just turns into something different. So I do think that you have to take breaks when it comes to social media sometimes, especially if your brain is telling you that this is not good for you. Well, see, you said something that I think is so important, like to take from this. It's the optics. 
It's literally that. It's how things look versus what things are. Exactly. And I think we live off of the optics that other people produce. And then we wonder why our life is what it is. And then, you know, you look on social media and they're flying out on jets and it's her 41th birthday and you know? got a new Bentley and you're like, dang, I can't even get my car note up. Yeah. You know? I and can't the pay reality, my bills this month. I'm behind. Yeah. But see, I think social media has a beautiful way of doing the opposite also, because it depends on who you follow. Because if you follow Very real good. people, you follow real different um, uh, sites, then you will see the real struggle. You will see what people go through on a daily basis. But I think the people that we look up to a lot of times, we don't see their truth. And what I mean by their truth is the stuff that they struggle with. So as a younger person that doesn't realize that as adults, we put on a mask and go outside, mm -hmm. they are just confused about why their life is so polarly opposite than their counterparts. And then they start picking away at themselves and judging even the idea of how you're supposed to look as a woman, what there is beautiful, yeah. what, what a man is supposed to be, what he's supposed to feel, what's a man law violation, what's not, what a woman is supposed to be. Like that stuff will confuse you. Mm -hmm. It'll and literally have you going crazy. Right. And the lavishness of things that go on nowadays, that that's also not real. Sometimes people are running these things. Sometimes people are using other people's stuff. They ain't got it either. You know what I mean? And some you're judging that. And sometimes we have to be grateful for what we have by us judging our lives with other people's lives. We put too much pressure on ourselves. We don't even know what this person is going through. And then when you do have a bad day, some things can just be overwhelming. And then you feel a little pressure because it's like if your friend is having a bad day and you don't answer... You don't never know what might happen to someone. Well, not or... just that. It's like sometimes it's just the signals. I lost my best friend to a murder-suicide. Her husband killed her and then killed himself. Oh, my god! And we were 30. Oh, you know, man. we were babies. We had dreams of everything that we wanted to be. And the thing is, is I knew she was going through it. And I was going through it, too. And I was not in a space to be helpful because I couldn't help myself. Right. And so you look back and it's like, what could I have done? What should I have done? And there's nothing you can do about what you didn't do, but there's absolutely something you can do now moving yes. forward. Yes. And these people, you say, that's my friend. That's my woe. I'll ride for them. Riding for somebody and loving somebody is an action word. So Man. you can say you love them as much as you want to. It's that show. It's that pull up. It's that, okay, you can be sad. You don't have to talk. I'm just going to sit here with you. Mm -hmm. We just going to watch the show together just to feel loved. You know, and we got to talk to God sometimes because every time is, it ain't like you said, it ain't going to be sometimes people can't help themselves. So you can't yeah. always look for somebody to help you. And we that's where God comes in. I know some people be like, oh, well, you talk about God. And da, da. No. And you should, you know, you, you should have somebody. It's the Undressing Room to. podcast. This is that's how you it. feel. And if this is the foundation of what you live your beautiful life on. Then, sis, you say your piece. Exactly. You need somebody to lean on one way or another. That's always going to be there. And to me, that's a higher power. Whether yeah. it's Allah, Jehovah, whoever is going to be. It, it needs to be somebody that you clear your mind, meditate and talk to. But if, if there's anything I want everyone to take away from this is that you're not alone. Mm. You feeling small, feeling unwanted, feeling unloved, feeling forgotten, all those things that we all at some point feel, even if we uh, don't say it, uh, you are not alone. Okay. So don't think that people, me, 
L'Oreal, the rest of the people that you see got it all together. Nope, they have, we, we go don't. through it. We go we through it, child. <laughs> we and our prayers, our hearts, and our condolences go out to Regina, to Ian Sr., and to the entire family that has been affected by this. It's a wake-up right. call for everyone about our youth, that they are in need of a different kind of love. And we got to pull right. up and, and, and give them that. Well, another person that seems to have been going through it, Eva, is Ooh. Ari Lennox. I feel like they be picking uh -oh, she on my do? girl. They be picking on her sometimes. Now, Ari, she had a eventful past couple of months. Like, it's been a lot of things going down with her. You remember she got arrested in the Amsterdam airport, and she kind of, like, went crazy on them and all uh, that, that Yeah, stuff. I do yeah. remember that. Someone said that she was talking on us like crazy and I was like, she was most likely just talking how we talk. But exactly. yeah, I remember that. Well, no, no, no. You're mixing her up with Ari the Don. Oh, Fletcher. <laughs> yeah, Ari Fletcher. This is Ari My Lennon. bad, Ari's my bad. This it's is okay. pressure. <laughs> yes, pressure. Okay, okay, okay. Ari Lennox from the DMV. And uh, so basically, she was on this podcast. It's called Podcast and Chill. The name mm -hmm. of the South African podcaster is Mac G. Well, she basically thought something that he asked was a little inappropriate after they started talking about her single pop. Like, if yeah. I pop it for you, are you going to play with me or are we going to get married? Like, And where we at right now? Is someone f***ing you good right now? You oh, my married? God. Whoa, <laughs> there. Whoa, that's a wild question. Why that way? Why ask it that way? Whoa. Because that's what you say in the song. You know what I mean? So basically, what? he just came out and asked her, is somebody effing you good right good? now? Oh, God. Oh, man. So anyway, the internet got a little divided on the whole situation. Some people understood why she was offended because she was super taken back. She was like, why are you asking in that kind of way, you know? And he well, was like, yeah, well, what was she? What did she respond? Did she say, like, she did she answer it? She was a little taken back. She was like, whoa, like, that was a way to kind of ask me about a relationship, you know? He was like, well, you said it in your song. And it was like, she kind of sung it in a certain kind of way, but it was like still inappropriate to me. It's not a sex or relationship podcast. So like for him to be coming at her as a man, like is somebody effing you good right now? Anyway, what? she was super upset about it. She said nobody from her team intervened. And she said she's no longer doing interviews. Like first she said, period at all. She cause she said because journalists tend to take it too far. She said there's enough lives of me and inst interviews out there of me already, so y'all could just see it from there. Well, oh, wow. then it escalated because she was on Twitter arguing with a few people. She was saying that she wanted to be dropped from her label because she felt as though they wasn't protecting her. Like you know, when you say something like this and y'all are sitting on the line, nine times out of ten, a label person may come in and interrupt. You know how it is, Eva. Mm -hmm. Like you yep. know, oh don't ask that move We're on moving on not yeah that whatever the case well mm -hmm. she opened up said that they agreed that they were going to take that part out of the interview and what ended up happening that was the viral clip so it was like her versus everybody from south africa <laughs> so that she was like oh i'm not gosh. going to africa no more and all this other stuff and then people started telling her well you sing about sex and things of that nature in your song. So why can't they ask sexual questions? So she said, for Christ's sakes, I realized, oh, they were also trolling her. So she said, I realize I have no hits. I realize you all could live without hearing my music. I realize my complaining is so aggravating to y'all. I don't ask blogs to post me when I'm at my worst. 
you judgmental self-hating parasites wouldn't last a day as a signed artist. Now, do you think like the music industry is tough on women or is it just that maybe she was having a bad day? Was this something she should have been so upset about in your opinion? I mean, I think this definitely warrants uh, frustration and irritation. There's a thing called media training, though, right. that they're mm -hmm. supposed to do. Because at the end of the day, Ari is a product, but she's a product with emotions. She's a mm -hmm. product with feelings. And so it's not like a can of hairspray that you can just throw over there. You got to consider how you place her. And with that, as an artist, you have to consider how you respond. Now, she's warranted to feel frustrated. If you think about back in the day with Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack, wasn't nobody running around asking them what they was doing last night, yeah. taking pictures and putting it up there. This day and age, the audacity of journalists and of media personalities that feel like they have the right to know people's business and information is crazy. Shaka mm -hmm. Khan sang about uh, sex all the time. Making love, so did Stevie Wonder, so did Everyone uh, sings but about sex. See uh, Essence Magazine like article about what Luther's doing in the bed. Because you didn't ask Luther if he had a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Because it's inappropriate. It's not mm. your business. And so mm. the question is, where as a society do we just drop the veil of discretion, the veil of, or the idea that a person is allowed to be an individual outside of the art that they give us to where she can just live her life because they keep coming at sis. She cannot dress properly enough. She can't do her hair right yeah. enough for them. Like the world always has something to say. And now she's amazing. Is, I, I love all so, of her. She's so fine. Yeah, but the business so is difficult. Yeah, the business is. is hard. It is. And so with that, I think that she deserves people at her label, on her team, that are going to protect her. But then there That's is a, a problem. Part, <laughs> but then there's a part for her where she realizes that haters are going to hate. People are going to have something to say. You yeah. can have the biggest record out there. Look at Cardi B. Cardi B winning, winning, winning. She's still in the court with Tasha K. Like there's always more going haters. to be something. Exactly. You, the, the bigger you are, the more haters. And with Ari, so I've interviewed her before on Lip Service when mm -hmm. I was on that show. How was she? And she was amazing. She answered everything. We talked about sex, but there's also ways that I speak to people or we speak to people that's respectful. Just because you're singing about sex don't mean I'm going to come at you in a disrespectful, vulgar way. There's ways to get that same answer to that question without doing that. And I think he was trying to be clever with it. And maybe mm. it was like a South African disconnect of culture where it was like, oh, I don't get that joke. Because he he did say, but you said it in the song. It it seemed like he was trying to be innocent, but he also seemed like he knew what he was he doing. He knew what he was doing. And he I think there's a doing. difference. Like, you are as open as anybody that I know. Mm -hmm. But a man asking you that question, you might feel a way. The yes. way that I might ask you that question will completely be answered differently. So I think that that's he didn't even realize, as a man talking to a lady, that's so disrespectful, bro. But he wouldn't talk to his mother like that. So you knew who to talk to, like what? And again, you could have got the question out without being vulgar. First of all, I don't think you should ever curse when you're uh, asking a question towards your guest, no matter what. Like there's been times that I told a story with the guest there and I might've said a curse or whatever, but I would never be like, yo, no, one time I'm lying. <laughs> one time. Okay, one time, but on the, the person guest. checked me though. But the person checked me and I, I brung this story up the other day. I had I was talking to Wale. I was interviewing Wale and we were talking about Solange because back in the day he used to deal with her. I remember. And 
And my my questioning to him was, uh, I was like, yeah, but you used to F her though, right? But the way I said it was like, that, you know, sometimes when I'm talking to my homeboys, like I'll talk like that. Yeah, you said and like I you was in the Bronx. I got, I, yeah, I got caught up in the conversation because we were just talking like, you know what I mean? So uh, when I said that, he stopped and he looked very offended. He put some and respect on her name. Look, I stopped too, though. That's the thing. When I see his reaction, you need to know how to read the body language of the person. You're, read the room, sis. Read the room. So I stopped and he was like, um, you know, what do you mean by whatever? And I was like, I used to mess around. Right. And he was like, yeah, but you, no, he didn't even say, yeah. He was like, why would you say it in that kind of manner? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, absolutely. Right. I apologize. But what happened was they took that clip and they posted it. So people had came down on me. They didn't post the apology part, of course. Right. Right. They just posted that part of me saying that they like, oh, she's mad unprofessional, which is so crazy because it was me talking to him. Mad unprofessional. Da, da, da. So now when I'm seeing this and people are defending this man talking to this woman like that, I'm like, that's crazy. Because when I was talking like the homeboy, y'all tried to jump me. But and I apologize. And, and I apologize. He never yeah. apologized. They never took the part out of the interview. So I think Ari has every right to be pissed off. I think your label should be protecting you. I've had fallen out to people that's taking stuff out of the interview because I'm like, yo, you, what's the problem? But we still take it out. You know, right. like you got to have a certain level of respect. And Ari is a big enough artist to say where the hell she wants to go and who she wants to talk to. And if she don't want to do no more interviews, then don't do no more interviews right now. I so just want it. If Ari hears this, I want her to know for every one person that has something negative to say, baby, you got hundreds of thousands that hundreds of thousands. You. So know Period. that because nobody that really is worth it is sitting up here trying to bring you down. That's not what this At is all. about. So any and of that those was people, one moment, Eva, we yes. are going to hear of this guy again. Ever. We been we not playing with them and we play with you. Do not give up your dream for someone else's misery. Don't do it. Don't do it. Come over here to the undressing room. Come on and play with us. Where we know how to treat people. Exactly. And we wouldn't ask you a question. We would not answer ourselves. (laughs) You can ask me who I'm effing right now, and uh, I'm gonna tell you um, nobody. Yeah, I was gonna say we we all know the answer to that. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. But do you know the answer to this? Why are they mad at Little Mama yet again? Like, the only time her name comes up is if it's not great. Like, no one just is up like, hey, Little Mama was at the premiere this weekend. Like, it's always some stuff. And in a typical fashion, Little Mama sparked a big social media debate over the weekend about women being bent over on social media. So in an IG story, she wrote, it is so many Black women bent over on social media. You would think that this S is a mass mandate. She asks, I get it. You grown, but every day though, like what day are you classy? Just hanging out with your family, actually working out. 
it seems like more people, men and women, agree with her when all of the blogs reposted her feelings. Now, a lot of times, you know, they be throwing little mama to the side, but it seemed like little mama hit on a point right here. Those I mean, even a broken clock is right at least two times a day. Listen, now those <laughs> that were disagreeing with her, like that thought the clock was broken, just told her that, you know, she just said, go ahead and keep on scrolling or unfollow any pages that you're not aligned with. So do you agree with her? Do you feel like her comments are policing women's bodies? Do you feel like there's a pressure for women on social media to post sexy or subjective videos or posts like in order to gain followers? What do you think? Absolutely. I think if you, the more sexual, the more followers uh, most people get. If you think about the person that has the most followers on Instagram that are women, Beyonce and Kim K, and both of them, you know, Beyonce is 10 times more classier, but she shows her body as well. Uh, she's not covered all up in turtlenecks every day. And, no. she, you know, she's still a mom. She's a sexy mom. And uh, I do. I, I see a lot of twerking on my timeline, too. It gets a little annoying after a while. I don't think it's just black women. I think it's white women if they know how to move. Uh, well, see, we, white women do anything we do. Let's just go ahead. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, so so whatever we start, whatever dance we do, they going to do. Whatever they pants we wear, too. they going to wear. However we do our hair, they going to do their hair. Very Period. true. I feel like if little mama had a little more junk in her trunk, she probably wouldn't care because she'd probably be no, bouncing but her ass I too. think there is something to what <laughs> little mama is saying. Mm -hmm. And that's for more so the impressionable younger women, right? And it's just the idea that, don't get me wrong, women are beautiful. Our bodies mm -hmm. are beautiful. Nothing to be ashamed of at all. But there is a, a an issue and a disconnect in dating in women, gender roles, the expectations of women. And I feel like the only way we level those playing fields is if we represent in our own personal space. So we can't expect a guy not to objectify us if we objectify in ourselves. We cannot expect a guy to see more in us than the way we look if all we showing them is the way we look. Right, so, but the problem is, is when you just want to live regular and then you have people that are like that. Like for instance, my homeboy, he's always teasing. Like if I go on vacation, he's like, you're naked again on your page. And I'm like, was I supposed to wear a coat on the beach? Like right. it's natural pictures to me is cool. Like you got on clothes one day, you at the beach, you got on bathing suit. That's cool. If if now if I got a bathing suit at work talking about some now you get what I'm trying to say. But then, it's not just the women. It's like the start tra thirst trap men too. Because oh yeah, don't you have people man. that you follow and you actually super cool with them? But if they don't put some clothes on on one of their pictures, you gonna unfollow them or soft hide them real quick? Because I if I see your abs hide. one more time, sir, how no, many times I do hide. you work out? I mute guys. I mute girls all the time. Sometimes it is too much. And I am sick of seeing them saying it workout is. things over and over. But you know what? This is my issue with it. I don't really care what nobody else does on their page. Like, little mama to me, you're too invested in what other people are doing on their page. There's millions of profiles. Follow somebody. You know what? There's dog ones that are pretty funny. The little well, I think that that's stuff. a good point, though, to, to <laughs> monitor who you follow. But yeah. if we're really talking about how impressionable social media is, how hyper-connected it is, all the way to the point where kids are taking their lives. Young people are not looking at the world the way it is. But on social media, we're saying that this is the world. There has to be some kind of regulation of truth. Like, there, ha there has to be something there. 
the scary part is the restrictions. Because if you do turn around and be like, well, take this off of Instagram because I don't want to see that anymore. Well, now they're limiting information. Now True. you're not able to see things about COVID that maybe you would have seen somewhere but else. It, but it's just, it's more of a cultural call to women to let them know that we are worth more and we truly do have the discretion. And we can choose not to do that all the time. But why do like, you feel like you're not worth it if you're dancing or something? Some people just truly like to dance and twerk and things of that nature. Like that's but their every picture, like little mama said, every post. If they day, a dancer, I mean, that's like somebody saying to me, "Damn, every post you're gonna be talking in an interview." It's like, yeah, this see, is what I like there's there's nothing that pulls our culture back. There's nothing that is giving kids a mad impression with you being diligent and showing yourself at work using your brain and your research. There's nothing wrong with that. Right, but there that's a, my opinion. There's some men out there that think that women shouldn't work and they don't want their woman to see something like that. You get what I'm saying? Like, you never know. Everybody feel whatever different kind of way. That's why I feel like instead of us complaining about other people's social media, just be more more aware of what you're taking in and what you're looking at. There's things on TV I don't want to see. There's things on Facebook I don't want to. And I understand because I. I'm like, sorry. We have normalized areolas, booties, a private page, a fans only, those kind of things all day. Live your life. Hustler and, and, and Playboy, and they've been out for years. So you've been able to pick them up. But you don't walk into the grocery store on the magazine out and see it busting open until the last decade. And I think it has gone too far. I okay. agree with little mama. You right. All right. right. Well, you agree with little mama. And I think that people should do what they want. So we're going to agree to disagree on this one. And okay. that's, we're going to move park, of course. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to move on and talk about Kanye West. Now, he recently sat down and did an interview with the homie Jason Lee of Hollywood Unlocked. And he opened up about the end of his relationship with Kim Kardashian. Now, Okay, you remember when she was on Saturday Night Live and she hosted and all that good yes. stuff? Well, remember we reported on here that um, Kanye West styled her for that. He uh, helped her with her monologue, write some of those jokes and all. He helped her with that rap. He was there with everything, the rap that she did. He but was they there. weren't together, though. So they they didn't announce their divorce. They announced the separation at that time, okay. but they were still running around together. They even stayed together during that Saturday Night Live uh, whole situation. So while she was there, um, apparently there was a scene where um, Kim Kardashian played Jasmine and Pete Davidson played Aladdin. Yes. And while Kanye was on set, the two of them, Pete and Kim, kissed. So he said in the interview, how are you going to bring me to Saturday Night Live and then kiss the dude you're dating right in front of me? So he must have knew about him a little bit. So, little bit. Uh, yeah, so he was there for the opening monologue and then left shortly after. He didn't show up to the after party. He, like, I guess flew home after that. He was disgusted. Do you think she was wrong for doing this in his face? Because uh, it was kind of pre-divorce announcement or whatever the case. This is like very touchy situation. It's Kanye West. Kim, they got five kids together. This is national TV. Their first time really showing that they're not together. Do you think she's been dealing with Pete? Because she moved on pretty quickly. You know, I, this is one of those. I don't maybe it's me, but you who gets under a guy after one night, right? Especially a woman of her caliber. There has to be some kind of like 
hold on, let me see. Right. I think that Kanye and Kim were separated before we knew. They told us because we were going to know because they were out in the world. But I think that there is that part as parents and as ex-lovers where you're trying to figure out how to make this thing still work. You know, mm -hmm. you had Kanye putting out his albums um, and all of that going on and not wanting to disconnect the family, but wanting to be able to move on. Right. I, even if she was dating Pete or there was something there, I would have held off in public. Like just out of respect for the last name that I did take, mm -hmm. even though we are not at a best our best place right now, I did promise you something in life. And until the day that we are no longer attached legally in that capacity, I'm going to pull up. And so I would definitely not just go on and kiss a man on television. You didn't have to do that. And, and if you were, tell him before. Like Kanye West went on and said that the whole president don't like black people. Come on. He this said is, a lot of things. This is a man that will take an award away from a woman in the middle of the show. He you called your mother. What's the, what's the president of, uh, what was his name? Vladimir Putin. No, remember? Oh man, Chris Jong-un, remember? Oh, oh yes, yes, Kim Jong-un <laughs> from North Korea. The yes. ruler of North Korea. Yes, like we know that he is the kind of guy to feel away and to emote publicly from that feeling. So I think, I feel like she was beyond disrespectful with yes. the play. Like she could have moved on. That's fine. She deserves to be able to do that. But the whole public of it all, like, come on, sis, pack it in. And pack mind it you, y'all just broke up, right? To our knowledge or whatever the case, but to, to the kids as well. So your kids are definitely watching you on Saturday Night Live, Kiss This Man. And if you were married, well, they are married. Yeah, they're still married. Would, if she was not separated from him, she would never have agreed to kiss Pete Davidson during that skit. He would have kissed her hand. He would, they would have hugged. Talk about it. She wore new break. clothes for a year because Kanye said, Do like, let's be saying? real. You knew what you were doing when you did that to him. You were being disrespectful and you did it in a place where you knew if he reacted, he would look crazy. And that's why I don't trust the Kardashians. I know that everything is always a ploy with them. I know she felt like he was going to explode. And I'm so glad that he instead showed her and he did the opposite and he calmly left. Kanye, kudos to you for grabbing kudos it to together. Kudos to you for that, sir. Because if that was me, like, even if I think about it, my last ex-boyfriend that was really, really serious, like, mm -hmm. I would still feel away about him doing something like that in my face. We're not yes. married and we have no kids together. Dude, I'm a whole actor and I get paid to do that. And I still would not have my husband come into a, a, a project and be like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you I had a whole sex scene. Like, yeah. We yeah. have those kind of conversations. <laughs> like, let him know that he gonna oh. look up your your area. Let that man know that, because you, as the other, you would want to know that he would have been Aladdin. She would have been Jasmine, and if I was Kanye, I would have been Jafar. Baby, I would have been the I would have been the magic carpet. Come on, y'all both come I sit down. Flip the damn carpet over. I would have, and then it's live too. They would have been mad at oh, me. Oh, it would have been a whole fool. You think I interrupted the award show? Wait till you see what I do at Saturday, baby. It would have been on like Donkey Kong. Now, if y'all don't know, you're listening to the Undressing Room podcast presented by Macy's. Slide on over and check out our personal Macy's shopping page at Macy's.com slash the McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Pressing round. Crazy thing was earlier in the day before the Saturday Night Live thing, he was getting a tape from Ray J. Apparently there was a second sex tape. Can you believe this? He's been holding on to it all these years. Wait, 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 wait. What? Yes, there's a second sex tape. He had it on this laptop or whatever. And they were actually apparently blackmailing Kim Kardashian to put this uh, this sex tape out. Now, Wack 100 ended up spilling the tea a few months ago that there was a second tape or whatever the case. And at first, they made it seem like it was just a lie because obviously there is no second yeah. tape no more. No, Kanye actually bought it from Ray J. How much he money brought, did he spend? He, I didn't hear this part. I'm going to try to get to the thick of it. Some way, somehow, but yo, Ray gonna get to the bag. Let me tell you something about really Ray. Yeah, but that's some snaky. Willie stuff. Ray gonna get to the bag. So baby. you was gonna really put out a sex tape on a woman that really has five kids and a wife. He a wasn't husband. gonna put that sex tape out. He's a dad. He got kids himself, and he would not want that to happen to his ex-wife. However, he got know. to that bag. I feel like Ray J gets a little desperate sometimes from the outside. Well, he looking ain't desperate. That's a that's a businessman. Again, from the outside looking him. in, he does some kind of shisty thing sometimes, and even to have Wack 100 as your manager. It's like, what are you doing there? Hold on, his manager name is Wack? That's that guy that starts <laughs> all the drama. He also was managing the game and now he manages Blueface and he tried to beat up that girl the other day that's dating Blueface. Like, he's literally a joke. Okay, okay. okay. He's that's like, a, I guess he was a gangster back in the day and now he just like trolls on Clubhouse and Instagram all day. But um, anyway, Gangsters don't troll on Clubhouse. Let me yeah, just tell you, I am born and raised much. in South Central Los Angeles. Some of the most notorious gangbangers are from my neighborhood. And do you hear them on down. Clubhouse? Not now, one of them Listen. are on Clubhouse trolling nobody. I'm just gonna tell you right now, I'm well, from where they where they really gangbang. Anyway, so Kanye got it back and he delivered her the laptop, and he said she broke down crying because you know uh, she didn't realize that so many people had tried to use her throughout her life but speaking of ray j he's now asking fans to send their freakiest picks for a flyout, and this is what i'm talking about the desperate stuff that he sometimes does now here we go y'all know princess, i'm trying to follow this train hold on i'm what done princess just recently spoke out and basically saying they've been co-parenting for a while thank god she spoke out in this way instead of saying we're divorcing again because they kept saying we're getting divorced we're not we are so now she's saying they actually have been separated they're co-parenting whatever the case well he hopped on live recently and asked his female fans to send him the freakiest pics after reviewing the pics he said he'll fly the lucky lady to come meet him and he says i'm flying somebody out to come hang out with me and talk it's a very platonic situation, but the picture has got to be the opposite of platonic to get to the platonic. Does that make sense? No, it doesn't. 
Yeah, okay, exactly. I, mean, I, I, I understand what you said. No, but does yeah, he you understand you what me. he said because it don't make sense. No, it don't. Well, anyway, the two of them were actually trying to reconcile their relationship just last month. But again, like I said, Princess recently made it clear they've been co-parenting. I don't know. They're on again, off again all the time. Do you think Ray J is doing too much on social media with his recent requests? Does he have to be this desperate? And isn't Bro. it confusing to ask for a freaky pick to be friends with somebody? Like, Let me tell you what I sense? boil all this down to. He want that old thing back. Princess, looking good. She good, always good with good. all the keys on the end. Got the beautiful babies, the mm -hmm. baby hairs. Yeah. She's winning. She's happy. And she's moved on. And the idea that he can't have that anymore has him acting crazy. I'm sorry, men, but y'all act real, real funny when y'all get left by the thing that you left to begin with. It's very crazy to me because Princess, far from perfect, but was definitely the person that was proper in that relationship. Like, yeah, she's a good girl at the end of she's a good girl, took a lot of stuff on television and everything. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I just think it's disrespectful. I don't know what a platonic hangout after a freaky picture, <laughs> how you do that math? Like, that math don't math. That's some very pimp logic. It's feeling real, feel more slim. And um, don't do it because you might end up having to buy a tape back from them. 15 years later, when I you know that's right. Rich and famous. That Watch should yourself. go to show you right, right there. You also got to look at a person. As much as we think that we can change someone and we want to change someone, we have to accept people for who they are. Ray mm. J has pretty much been the same person since he's been introduced into the lives of us in the entertainment world and anything. Period. He's always been partier. He's always been with a lot of women. He's always and a fun guy. Don't get me he's wrong. Exactly. Cool he's a fun guy. Just like how there's fun girls. He's mm -hmm. the fun guy. But you decided to settle down with the fun guy. So now that he's still having fun, you can't be confused because you already knew. And I feel like that's why she took him back so many times is because she knew the person that she married. She knew who he was when she was with him. So I'm not surprised. And to be honest, if they get back together 10 more times, I wouldn't be surprised by that either. I do feel like she loves him, but I, I do think question. she wants him to change. I'm not and he's super... never going to change until he wants to. No, no. I'm not super technical, L'Oreal. You know that I've been needing help. Like, how do I do this? How do I do that? How do you keep a sex tape for 15 years? Like, what computer software do you need to update and refresh so that you don't... Like, I lose a picture after I get a new phone. Nah, how do you I got old laptops. Mm -mm, but how do you no, maintain a sex tape from 15 to 20 years ago? Yeah, That's you crazy. can. It's in your eye. It's in his eye movies or whatever. I have laptops that are, I got like two old laptops. They got songs from when I was probably like 17, 18 But L'Oreal, I'm talking about a sex tape you made yeah, with a famous person. With Kim K. But then you went on and got married. Did way more television. You're skipping she everything. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You're skipping masked up. Before the married and she got married, it made her the biggest star that we have. Okay. One of the biggest. That, is that Once what I'm that missing? happened? That that thing is in a safety deposit box. His mama probably sleep on it. <laughs> so he don't got that. Come on now. Yes, she do. That's the manager. She know what's up. She told him to keep it. Big Ray like, got it. Daddy got it. Willie Ray. That's the security right there. Just in case Brandy oh. don't work out on Queens and they lose their royalties because she ran somebody over and Ray J drinks and drugs away all their fortune. Get into now the DMs, L'Oreal. Get into the DMs. No, 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 no. 
You gonna leave Brand alone? She out here winning. Let's just be. She ain't I got do nothing love to do the with Norwoods. this. We love the Norwoods. Get into I the DMs. I do DM. love the Norwoods. Right. Great. I just speak the truth, though. All right, let's get into these DMs. Yes. Now, um, I had a few people hit me up this week, and let's start with this. God is showing up and showing out because you showing out and showing off. But stuff like this may make it hard for my messages to stand out. LOL, I hope not. Then he said another one. I need you to stop playing and come get me or leave a trail of breadcrumbs. Send a flare, a prayer or something so we can be great like God wants us to be. Then oh, one night he saw, he saw your he saw your birthday uh pictures. That's why he said come get me because he didn't oh, really mean. Oh, I get, get it now. You so see what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. Keep going. So then, oh yeah, you're right. Because then on my birthday, the night of, he put night, babe. Like see, he was like see, see. And then the last message he sent me was, "Why you want to be everywhere but with me? Well, as long as you're happy." Like that you. is really sweet, right? And he didn't put nothing else after that, so he didn't ask for no naked pictures to get food he didn't out. Or ask for no- that was just this Sunday that he sent it, so that was I like, like it a couple days ago. But the problem is, his page is private and he doesn't have a picture up. Like, it's he, a he might have no everybody does not work a job or live a life where they can be present on social media, though they want to know what's going on. No, he has pictures, but the main one isn't a picture of him, it's just understandable. Like a- logo or something that makes sense yeah so he he got removed no you can't dm people with no picture you see what's going on now they done killed that girl she went on that date uh justice for her you know what i mean but you can't just be going out with people i don't even know you gotta go out but you can ask the man to send a picture yeah but that's what i'm saying like you reaching you reaching out is to to move forward like yeah but doesn't mean he needs to put a picture as his profile though i think it should because now i know need the police to know who to look for he talking about send a flare bread comes and come and get him like god yo you will look into a black wall and see something back what's the give me another one okay Hey, Monica. I hate when people call me Monica. Okay. Okay. Why are they calling you Monica? Because that's my real name. <laughs> but I don't Monica know. L'Oreal? And you yes. hate when people address you appropriately? Yeah, they need to address me appropriately as L'Oreal. But Go anyway, on, Monica. He says, hey, remember <laughs> me? We met many years ago. You probably forgot. I've been trying to run back into you since you were so cool. I asked for your number, but you never answered me. I guess I gave him my number, never answered. He said, I just wanted to say, I think you're beautiful. And I wish I did more to impress you that day. Second chance with a question mark. Well, okay. So the now, only reason he said Monica is to let you know that he know you. He, he doesn't know me because I don't know this man. Listen, I see the he picture. knew you from back when. He Googled he my name. you when. <laughs> and he knew, first of all, Monica's very cute. Oh. I like that. I'm going to call you Mo from now on. No, I literally hate that. You Mo, low. Low. You Mo, low. Mo, low. Low, Mo. <laughs> Locomotion. <laughs> low, Mo. Yes. No, he was being nice. Okay, so what is your ideal DM because you get some crazy ones. I'm gonna go ahead and give you that, but you get some good ones too. And there's nothing that you could ever find that's good, even in the best ones. What what do you the good ones I respond to and I never read them? (laughs) (laughs) 
undress that. Okay. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. Yes. You got it. Because I have to just like uh, go past those. But those get response. I'm not going to tell you what it is because then everybody going to try it. But like I definitely have responded to a DM or two. But when it comes to numbers, I give my mm-hmm. number out like it's nobody's business. Then but you don't answer your phone. Nope. I block your number immediately. Like nine times out of 10, I like, I'll be like this, text me right now. So I have your number. They'd be like, okay. Cause you know what people used to do? You get a fake number and they'd be like, I'm calling you right now. And you're like, damn, that's not, that's not my number. So, they'd be like, are, so you now, are you yes, ringing? Are you ringing? Are you ringing? Nah, I think you took the wrong number down. So now you just get them the number and you tell them to text you. And then immediately you can block them. So they'll never get through to you. But what if they call you from another phone? Oh, I don't answer numbers. I don't know anyway. So you're listening to the Undressing Room Podcast brought to you by Macy's. <laughs> Log on to our Macy's dressing. What is it? <laughs> our personal Macy's shopping page. <laughs> yes. At Macy's.com slash the undressing room. Okay. Now I need to put some of my clothes back on because you done got me all the way undressed. We'll slide into the final question Uh-oh. of the day. The final Uh-oh. question of the day is short, it's concise, and it's something to answer to yourself. Now, okay. Jake Bradshaw put this up on Twitter and says, send your 16-year-old self a message and only use four words. Run, bitch, run. Bitch. <laughs> how you got to say it. Fast. 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 Why would you send that to yourself? Why? Um, see, you trying to scare I, yourself at 16? If I could have like told me to what situation I was saying that to, like, cause that's all I needed to say, but to different situations. It's like, if the, you get what I'm trying to say? <laughs> like when I meet the one guy and he's like, can I have your number? Run bitch, run bitch fast. <laughs> she's a runner, she's a track star. Get it, get it, get it. I think, I think that's like one of the best things I could have told myself with so many situations just like I was like princess trying to fix the same people over and over yeah. or thinking I could whatever and really I needed to run and focus on myself because if I would have did that my life would have and, and you know everything happens in God's time and regardless Absolutely. but if I would have listened to myself saying run like some of the situations that I got into I could have avoided Altogether, you and it's like have, I, but then some of the lessons you learned you wouldn't have because you would have not have had the mistake to learn from either. I'm okay with not learning the lessons. I I like. I wish I never met some people ever, like Ooh. ever. And like when I say that, like I mean it with my whole. Oh, I, I, say it with my I, I know it's as yeah. sincere as it can be. I know. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, if I could tell myself anything at 16, I would say trust yourself that's three words please trust yourself sis (laughs) please please because i think a lot of times we don't trust ourselves we don't trust our instincts the world has told us you don't have enough experience you're not old enough or this or that i heard dr sebi the other day uh an old speech of his talking about how we are all made uniquely every single one of us so how can a man tell you who you are when they don't know who you are, because you don't know who you are. You are a unique piece. And I feel like if I didn't listen to others and I didn't listen to the doubt that I might have had at certain times, then I would be further. Now, I don't regret anything. I wouldn't change anything. I love my life. But at 37, I trust myself. I trust what God gave me. 
-hmm. at the younger age, I didn't always trust myself. And so if I could tell myself anything is that it's already in you. There is a gift in you that you're trying to birth, that's trying to get out of you that no one else understands. So trust yourself, sis. Go do your thing. You knew that you were made for media. You knew that this was your jam. You knew that, L'Oreal, but you're mm-hmm. also beautiful and you're also fuzzy. There are all these other things that you could have did, but you knew in your heart what God had for you. And once you believed it and sought after it, look what you See, got. See, so now I got to change mine because yours is so positive that now I feel like I-, I No, run, sis. Is, run. Run, bitch, is, run. That's pretty funny. Because <laughs> I'm going to use next. I think to add to it, since you saying that, I'm going to piggyback off of that. Your time is coming. Yes. Because I know there's plenty of times when I don't work to the bone. I'm still telling myself. That's what I'm telling the my today self. You exactly. Know, my time's still coming. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you work so hard, you feel like it's taken for granted. You feel like certain things aren't working. Then you start giving up. You feel defeated. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, you get this this big lift of something that just comes out of nowhere that but it's not out of nowhere. It's out of it's all those seeds of you planted. It's yeah, all them it's seeds true. you planted. It's true. So it's going to happen. All that work you're doing, it ain't in vain. It feel like it sometimes, but it's so not. Yes. It's so not. It feels like it comes out of nowhere, yes. but you've been working for it the whole entire time. So just be ready. Like, I, like a and lot of And that's what time- the rest of the people that see you too, they're like, oh, that she just got, that just happened. Like, no, 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 no. We've worked very, very hard for this. Do you get okay, what I'm saying? you didn't see me when I was in the gym, shooting, 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 missing, practicing. Like this did not just happen. You didn't just happen on here. You've been winning and you've been sowing your seeds, and now it's harvest season. Well, I got another one. He okay. isn't the one. <laughs> that you told your 16 year old self and your 16 minute ago self that when we was just in your DMs. Run, bitch, run. <laughs> run, bitch, run. Yes. <laughs> Why we got to keep forgetting the fast, though? Fast. It is. Run real fast. Run fast. I think that's some good advice. Solid advice to give to you. It is. I'm going to take your advice, my own advice, and um, I'm going to go into my week with that. (laughs) He ain't worth it. (laughs) He ain't, sis. (laughs) Don't buy him that, sis. Don't co-sign. Don't co-sign. Now, that was our... Final question to undress. And if you would like us to undress your final question, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Undressing Room Podcast and do what the men and sometimes ladies do in L'Oreal. Send uh, freaky pictures. Yes. Go oh. ahead and DM us for your chance to be featured. Now, we are not going to flew you out. Please no. don't send freaky pictures. We are not Ray J. Give those to Ray J. He got them all. Who, who are we, Loria? Let them know who they listening to. You are listening to the Undressing Room Podcast presented by no other than Macy's. Log on to theundressingroompod.com for episodes and links to our Macy's personal shopping page. And thank y'all so much for listening today. We had fun with y'all. Yes, we did. Thanks for getting undressed <laughs> with us. The Undressing Room Podcast presented by Macy's is an Urban One Reach Media production hosted by the one, the only, Eva Marcel and L'Oreal. Executive produced by Kobe Cope Tyner. Associated producer Alexis Felder. Editing and production by Dunkus. Sales and corporate partnership, Josh Romani. Michelle Marino and Kadisha Campbell. Research, Lori Hall Flowers. Digital marketing, Sam Styers, J.R. Davis, and Tim Hall. Digital creative, Alvin Francis. 
content provided by MadamNoir.com, Bossom.com, and HipHopWire.com. Stay connected at TheUndressingRoomPod.com. See you at the next episode.